All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? Okay, episode... Playoffs. Playoffs is here. Episode 135, uh, we are rocking and rolling. Uh, we're ready. We had uh, we had some interesting, interesting games last yeah. week. Um, some that were uh, predictable. <laughs> uh, some that were... Uh, just pretty lopsided. But I'll say this. We Run It has been the most exciting team to watch in the last two weeks. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yes. Okay, uh, let's start with, with their game. We Run It. They played free. Uh, went to overtime. 89-88. Uh, we Run It got the win. A big, big win. Uh, Johnny had a chance to win the game. Uh, regulation. Uh, really wasn't a good-looking shot. Uh, but in the overtime, he definitely lived up. I think he scored all the points except for... Yeah, I think. How many? Oh, they scored eight. So yeah, he scored all seven points. Yeah, and uh, well, he scored seven points out of the out of the eight. And Juwan hit a free throw. So we run it. They they finished the season four and four. It's been an up and down year for them. They they started fast, started slow, finished strong, and uh, and now here we are, free, back their way into the playoffs. (laughs) Um, And we'll talk about trifecta next. But free was able to to clinch the playoff spot uh, at two and six. Um, what were your thoughts? I mean, because free the last three games have been pretty good. Yeah. Um, shout out to both teams actually. Uh, both teams played the tail off. Uh, free was destroying rerunning in the first half. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's down I 18. 18 to 30 mm-hmm. Uh, they were just absolutely getting destroyed. And then for them to turn around that quick and outscore them 49 31 in the second half mm-hmm. was quite impressive. But let's, truth be told, let's just. Keep it 100. Johnny just said we're not going to lose. And literally, I think he finished with 35. Mm-hmm. All 35 came in the second half. Yeah, he, he had nothing in the first half? Yeah, no. I think he, he he only shot the ball twice in the first half. He's 0 for 2. Wow. Uh, you can tell he's trying to distribute the ball. He's moving the ball around. Had 10 assists. Yeah. And then um, it was a play that I think lit a fire into him. And this is not me crapping on Darius. Darius had a play, I think it was like a three-on-one break. And Stole the ball from Juwan. Yeah, and like he did, he, he should have <laughs> passed it to Juwan and then end up turning it over. No, no, no. Juwan had the rebound. Right, yeah. <laughs> he, he ripped the, the rebound from Juwan. Yeah, and then went on three-on-one break and, and turned it over. Turned it over. And I think that was the play that – Nicholas well, Nicholas came and hit a three. Yeah, it was the play that ignited Johnny, but the team is going to fall apart right They now. were. They're about to fall apart right there. They were. And uh I think after pretty much after playing, it's crazy because Darius started off really well too. But he had that, that though he had like some back back plays though that I think the team was about to fall apart on. And then he uh Johnny just turned on. He had thirty five in the second half, man. And he literally became I think Jalen's had a point where he probably looked at like this in a game before here. Um but it's not very few times where I've seen a guy Literally be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. They couldn't stop him. It was nothing they could do about it. Inside, outside, they it was absolutely nothing they could do about it. And uh, free stay willing. They try to keep him off, but Eddie McKenzie played his tail off. Hey, he also had thirty five and five. So they canceled each other out. Yeah, but uh, the killer is Devin Moore. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Is this a good killer or a bad killer? <laughs> <laughs> he, you let, let, let me see. He went 0 for 12 from the field. Mm. 
over two from three. Mm. Uh, was a minus four PPR, mm-hmm. and he had seven rebounds. Mm-hmm. To go along with two turnovers and five fouls. Two turnovers, five fouls, and 40 minutes. Yes. <sighs> yes. He, I mean, you lose by one point. You look at that stat line, you're like, that, that's the game. Like, if he, like, he could have went one for 12, they might have won again. <laughs> Maybe, right? I mean, you give me that odds. I don't play anymore, right? <laughs> but I think I can at least hit one shot out of 12. I'm never going over twelve ever in my life. And I'm, th- I'm looking at the shots he got there around the rim. He was just by himself. He missed like four wide open lips. And that, that, I mean, they were just killers, man. And that's why they didn't make it out of this game. I'm not saying it's his fault by any means. Cause they were up 18 points too with him in the game. Yeah, doing what he was doing. What he was doing. Yeah. So it it was just. Uh, but I guess when they really needed it, I mean, you leave him to go double team Eddie McKissick. You know, when he ends up with the ball, you just got to find a way to finish right there. Yeah. So. He, uh, but a well-played game. Like I said, two most exciting games. I think you said this in the uh, in the page or in the Facebook page mm-hmm. uh, right up that they have won by combined two points the last two weeks. Last two weeks, yeah. Uh, pretty much hitting game winners down stretch. So, rerun it. The, all that friction. Remember Johnny came here and talked about all that friction they had? Yeah. Since we had that talk with him. He's turning to, we call him ISO Johnny. Maybe this playoff Johnny? Is that yeah. what we're seeing? <laughs> maybe, maybe. You know, so they've turned it on, and now uh, they're in a position where they they got their fourth spot. Yeah, and, and I'll say this. Uh, shout out to Darius because Darius did go to the bench, and yeah. he was cheering his teammates on. He's been a good teammate. Yeah. Stuff you killed him about in the past. Yeah. So maybe not just with Johnny. Maybe that team has come full circle and made a turnaround. Yeah, maybe they had a, a real team meeting. Because, you know, people say they have team meetings. Right, and right, right. It never goes well. Okay, uh, Bomb Squad versus Trifecta. Bomb Squad was able to dominate uh, 81 to 60. Mm-hmm. Trifecta. Eliminate you guys. Is, a, is effectively eliminated. Uh, they were effectively eliminated after that game. Right. And uh, that, that put free in that final spot. Now, uh, Trifecta, this is the problem that, that we've had all season. Um, for one, Chris, uh, you know, Chris was in and out of the lineup. And Chris... Yeah. Uh, should be coming on on the show today. We'll see if he makes it in. Um, even without Chris in the lineup, they've been a first-half team. Uh, we've had good first halves. We've had terrible second halves. And this uh, this carried on uh, to this game. Beating Bomb Squad 40-37 in the first half. That's with Jalen here on time. Right. Second half destroyed, 44-20. to 20. 20 points in the second half. These are not... We don't play two halves like in college. Yeah. We play quarters. So in one of those quarters, I'm assuming we had under 10 points. Yeah, single digits, yeah. So, I mean, that's just what it boiled down to. Poor shooting, shot 37% uh, from the field, 21% from, from the uh, three-point line. Free throws weren't that bad, 7 out of 10. Uh, got out rebounded by 13. Turned the ball over more. Um and we just we just couldn't make timely shots. I just felt like Bomb Squad just wanted a little bit more. Um too much Reed, too much Jalen. Uh for you know, for that game. I, I don't think they were dominant, but I mean we, we couldn't score. So it looked it looked a lot bad. It looked like worse than it was because Jalen actually only finished twenty six and Reed had twenty three. Uh which is saying something. That's a good game for anybody. It might be an awesome game for anybody else, but for them, uh, you know, it was an okay game. But we just couldn't score. I mean, that's just what it boils down to. They were the better team. Uh, Trifecta is – they finished the season awfully. Yeah. Um, 
dropping their last. I mean, y'all were two and one at one point. Two and one, so we lost the last three in a row, and I don't even know what the average is in there. It's probably somewhere around high sixty because I know we had sixty against yeah. free, and then now sixty again against bomb squad. Let me look at you guys' field goal percentages. Thirty-one percent, forty-seven percent, thirty-eight percent, forty percent, twenty-nine percent, and zero percent mm-hmm. from the six guys that played. Mm-hmm. For a grand total of, like you said, 37% as a team. 5 of 24 from 3. Y'all got up 20. I ain't really. Y'all got up 24 threes. Uh, just at the end of the day, <laughs> y- you guys just, like you said, you couldn't score. And I don't even think it was that the, the shot selection was even that bad. You guys just couldn't find a way to put the ball in the hole. And what hurts you guys in two games you won, Saram's cooking. He's shooting the ball well. I think everybody else was doing what they do regularly. But I think he's different. When he shoots the ball well, you guys win. Mm-hmm. When he doesn't shoot the ball well, which we've probably seen over the last three, four games, guys have struggled tremendously. Yep. And it's just y'all need that additional score, you know, because I think everybody else can get away with what they do. Everybody look, everybody else, 13, 14, 9, 9, 2. I think that's okay if Saran's getting his 20 to 25. Mm-hmm. But when he scores 14, 15 points as well, I mean, it kind of puts you guys in the hole. And you got to think about the beginning of the year, he was scoring like 30, 30, 35. Like, you know, he was having big games. So, yeah. it's just. 65 points a game in the last three games. I mean, it's hard to beat anybody like that in this league. It's just way too competitive. Got way too many teams who could just score when you only put that many points. So, shout out to you guys for a good season, though. Um, unfortunately, you guys have been eliminated. Go um, fishing. <laughs> Go ahead, get the boat ready. <laughs> they, got, they got us cropped out. Who are we next to? Uh, <laughs> I don't know who we next to. Who's your trifecta? Get put, put Beyonce or somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> <And> Blue Ivy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you guys, you fought your heart. And the unfortunate part about this, this game actually meant something to Bomb Squad. Yeah. I think because they – one to go, one undefeated, mm-hmm. and two they need this win to secure first place. No, they didn't. Yeah, because they. Oh yeah, yeah. After they beat us, yeah, yeah, that was that secured it. That secured it. Yeah, yeah. So they beat y'all. They secured number one. No matter what happens that second game mm-hmm. against Pure Water. So that was it. They, uh, I mean, so the game meant something. So when they were down forty to thirty seven, they made it personal. Like, okay, we got to turn it on now, and they yep. unfortunately they did. Okay, uh, third game: Lake Houston Live versus Fortone. Big win for Lake Houston Live, 102-84. Um, Lake no. Houston has had a couple of games like this uh, where they just simply dominated the whole game. And when we see that, when we say dominate, that means they're in the 90-point range uh, and able to get the win um, and, and, and a big margin of victory. So we date back to free, 111-76. to 76. Uh, Then we run it, 96-64. And then this last game against Fortone, 102 to 84. They've had those moments uh, where they turn it on. They just look simply dominant. I think this was definitely the case here um, in, a, in, a, in a big, big way. The roles flipped this week. Last week, um, there was no Eddie, and they won by three. They couldn't really score the ball that well, but Shelby was there. And then this week, no Shelby, and then they were able to turn it, turn it on all the way. Uh, with Eddie leading the way with 27 points. Uh, grown man Avery, 27 points. Uh, he had a dominant showing. Uh, Danny was pretty much held in check that game. I mean, yeah. he was – he was Sticks was giving him the business. Yeah. Uh, a <laughs> little, little bit, right? Yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. yeah. And, 
and, don't see it too often, but yeah. Yeah, he was. And he sticks his lawn, so I try to tell y'all. And then uh, Larry was in his bag. Larry came into a starting role, uh, 16 points. Shot the ball well all game. And then Anthony Nunn, uh, 12 points, six rebounds, four assists. He did a little bit of everything. Got a block. Um, so he's starting to find himself uh, back to, uh, to the old Anthony that, that we're accustomed to. So when Lake Houston is able to play like this, and they shot, the, they shot 54% of the field, that's when they seem like they're simply unstoppable and they impose their will. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about Fortone. Um, and I don't want to talk about Sticks. We'll save him for the next segment. Um, <clears throat> Fortone, outside of Sticks, looked awful. <laughs> God-awful. Um, let's put this in perspective. Outside of Sticks... They were 19 of 50 as a team. 19 of 50. Uh, X, X actually shot the ball well. Uh, he was 5 for 10, 4 or 9 for 3. He had some early threes to actually keep them in the game. Um, R.C. Robinson, 6 out of 8. He played okay, but I, I, I think he was getting a lot of those points in trash moments. Yeah, yeah. So, trash bucket. So, that don't really count. Dante was relatively quiet. Uh, Dante never really seemed to be into this game. Yeah. Dante might actually be on, at Cancun now. He might actually be <laughs> he he might might actually, at Cancun. Uh, he sent this picture, so he actually may be. <laughs> he might be there yeah, now. One, two, three, but yeah, I think he, he ended up showing up like third quarter, though, didn't he? He showed up late. Yeah. He showed up late, and um, he never really got a rhythm. He's just coming back from Cancun. Yeah, he just, he just came back, and now he's going to go back again. So, um, and then and then another, he could never uh, really get it going. Uh, I thought he was affecting the game in other ways. He had a couple of assists, some yeah. rebounds, some steals, but he was turning the ball over way too much yeah. uh, for the limited uh, time that the ball was actually in his hands. I mean, they can't play like that. They can't play. And DJ, obviously, DJ didn't shoot the ball well. Um, but if, if Fortone is playing – like this, where they're not getting good looks, they're shooting the ball poorly. You, did you know they were shooting twenty two percent for the season? I know that. I know it says twenty two for the game right here, but they're shooting. I looked it up. They're shooting twenty two percent from three for the season, and they shoot the fewest amount of threes in the league. They only take eighteen a game. I did all this research, <laughs> check, checking it out because I'm trying to figure out what's going on with them because they went from three and two to a legit contender. I think they were the number two seed. Yeah. They were 2-0 first. Or, no, it might have been number three. Yeah, they were number three seed. They actually might have been 3-0 start seed or 2-0. They were 2-0. Yeah. And then just completely fizzled out. Yeah. Um, lost the last four of the last five games after that. Fair so, enough. I don't know what to say about them. They're not shooting the ball well. I didn't see a lot of uh, finger pointing in this game, a lot of arguing, uh, but they, they tapped out pretty quick. They, they have to realize, look, their bread and butter is the paint. Mm-hmm. Whether it's Dante scoring there, Sticks scoring there, Big Joe, whoever. All the guys who really should be trying to score in perimeter, maybe DJ and uh, X. Mm-hmm. Everybody else needs to be going towards the rim. Dante could do both. Yeah, Dante could do both. Mm-hmm. You know, And I, I think sometimes they kind of get caught in that in-between where they, they're, they're for a perimeter team or they, you know, they're going inside. But they literally have a mismatch every time down the floor with Joe and Sticks. Mm-hmm. This is what it is. Uh, part of the problem, too, is, man, hey, look, you got to be able to stop people. And they, sometimes they've shown the ability to do it. In this particular game here, though, absolutely not. A lot of it got to do with the bad shooting. You shoot bad, long rebounds, other teams off and running, 
and they're probably getting layups or turnovers. Turn it over, off and running, get layup. But it's it's a it's an issue. It's a real issue, man. That I think eventually they'll be able to kind of fix. Well, so we'll see. All right. Um, and uh, the last game of the season. Oh. Well, last game of the regular season, last game of the night. Uh, Bomb Squad versus Pure Water. Just had Howard peek his head in here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he actually, actually could have came in. Yeah, this is the first time for him to come in. He actually could have came in on this point. Uh, but uh, Bomb Squad, 104, uh, Pure Water, 84. Big, big win for Bomb Squad. They finished the season 8-0. As we mentioned, uh, they were the seventh, was the eighth team? Eighth team uh, to accomplish that feat here in uh, right. Ultimate Hoops in Houston. Um, they could po- yes, very competitive league, and they could possibly be the third team to go undefeated completely. completely right. uh, or is it fourth? Might be fourth. I think it's fourth. They'll be the fourth. Yeah, they'll be the fourth team uh, if they were to do that. Now, um, this game was an interesting game uh, from start to finish. Bomb Squad came out and jumped on them early, fifty nine thirty seven at halftime, and they never. Never really looked back after that. No. I thought uh, Pure Water came out flat. I thought Bomb Squad, they picked their spots, and then they just took off after that. Uh, it, was a, it was a, I mean, if you look at it, it was a collective effort. Uh, everybody on the team scored in double figures. Everybody. Uh, Brian had 14. Reed had 18. Sammy had 30. Travis had 16. And Jalen had 26. If everyone is going to score double figures for you, that is tough to beat. Unless it's 10. Because <laughs> that's only 50. They they just played really well, man. There's not really yeah. more to say there. It was a it was actually they got back in the game, um, pure water. They got it down to seven, I think. Mm-hmm. And then They did get back into it, I remember that. And then Sammy was playing bad. Yeah, they played, they made their run. And then Sammy went on one of those runs where he made like four or five threes in a row, and that's the game. That was it. Game over. Because when he's hitting like that and you're and you're coming down and you're not scoring, yeah, it gets out of hand. Yeah, and that's kind of what – like they they got – Pure Water did a good job getting back in it. Reed was definitely doing his thing. Jalen played fairly well. And then – like, but they, you know, Pure Water got back in and they were staying with him. But like I said, the equalizer – not the equalizer, this is the thing that puts him over the top. When he starts making those shots, I mean, it's just they're just hard to beat. And he started making those shots, and like I said, it was pretty much game time. It was pretty much game time after that. I think he had like four or five of them in the fourth quarter. I'm going to say four. He had four of them in the fourth quarter down this stretch, and he put the game out of hand. Yeah, and, and it was interesting. I, I wish Howard actually would have came in because I did want to talk about, uh, about his uh, – about his opinion about the game because I have some questions for Howard. I have some, and I, you know, I, I love numbers, but I also I like the eye test as well. Um, you know what? Maybe we'll save it. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll save it. If he comes back, we'll record, and I'll save it. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our player of the week uh, for week seven, Mr. Kenny Laguire. Um, Sticks, a.k.a. Sticks. Now, Sticks, uh, 
was actually leading the nation yeah. uh, in, in in PPR. Uh, for for a quick stint before the rest of the guys filled in, I, who knows who knows who's in front of him? But <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even it's like two guys now. Yeah, I don't even I don't even want to look who it yeah, is. Yeah. But anyway, because um, I, I don't I don't want to discredit anybody's uh, performance. There you go, you already know. <laughs> I don't want to discredit anybody's performance. But uh, I, as I mentioned on an article that I posted about about an hour and a half now, mm. about an hour and a half ago, I mentioned uh, I talked about sticks and. Uh, how how impressive this feat was because you have to you have to go way back not really way back it was about five years ago 2015 uh, Sticks previous career high he had 36 points uh, against Goodfellas and it, that actually wasn't the game high he had a player on his team <laughs> uh, Lionel Green a, f- a former great uh, Ultimate Hoops and he's always bugging me about playing the league Lionel you know what you have to do. <laughs> number one, you had to get membership. <laughs> That's number one. Uh, number two, didn't sign up. But uh, Lionel Green had 35. And then across from him, Terrence Duncan, uh, Osmond Hoops Houston legend, had 42 in that game. So it was some guys putting up some buckets in that game. And I think it's, I think Iz had 30, 34. So it was like three guys that had over 30 plus. Four, four guys had 30 plus in that game. So Sticks. Uh, was getting busy in that game. And they were able to win that game. It was a high-scoring game. I actually think I remember that game. And if I can touch on that real quick, I had to look because I played for the Playmakers. <laughs> I, looked, I, was like, I was like, dang, the Sticks were 36. Oh, and, and I was playing? And I checked. No. Uh, I wasn't playing in that game. It was, <laughs> it was the season where they picked uh, Paul Rainey over me. <laughs> you remember, we touched on that before. Yeah, we touched on, touch on that before. So they picked Paul Rainey on me. Paul Rainey had five points in that game, by the way. But that's neither here nor there. So yeah, good good choice, guys. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, um, made it by him I did. I'm sorry. <laughs> now back to sticks. So he topped the 36 points with a 40 point performance uh, this past week, and then he had another his fifth career 20 rebound game, 21 rebounds, and that's uh, his best game actually was 24. He had 24 rebounds uh, versus life is good. When he played for uh, the Shahabas. Uh, and they lost that game. Life is good was the truth. That was past team. Oh, that was <laughs> They were the truth. So, uh, and, and I wanted to know something about, uh, about Sticks. Did you know that Sticks was shooting 85% from the free throw line? Yeah, I saw that. And I was like, that's very impressive, especially for a big guy. For a big guy. Nice touch uh, from the line. Thirty. He's a career 34% three-point shooter. And he's shooting like 67% for his career from the field. 67. <laughs> 67%. That's two out of every three shots. So, Sticks is probably one of the most efficient players of, of all time uh, here in Ultimate Hoops in Houston. And uh, this season, he actually went over the 1,000-point mark. So, he's at 1,000, uh, I think, 93. And for his – no, 1,090, and then rebounds 814. So he'll probably get 1,000 rebounds pretty oh, soon. Oh, well, that, that's Hall of Fame worthy, 1,000 and 1,000? Yeah. He, and he's only played 70 games. That, yeah, wow, that's, that's impressive. Yeah. He has just about as many rebounds as me, and he's played a lot less games. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, he's averaging like 12 rebounds a game, so that's, that's expected. Now, um, Sticks um, – shout out to Sticks, man. It – I don't think people realize how impressive that was. I think he might be the first player to actually win this honor in a losing effort. Yeah. And it wasn't a close game. Yeah. And I was just about to say that I was uh I was about to give a big shout out to ISO Johnny because of the significance of their game. They won by one. He literally brought him back. He put him on his shoulders and won that game. Mm. But 
Then I looked at the significance of what Sticks was doing. He had a 40-20 game. 40-20. You know, they had a 40-20 game shooting. Almost 60 PPR. <laughs> and not to mention, I mean, his field goal percentage for the field is just... 70-something, right? Yes. That's nuts, man. <laughs> like, that, that's absolutely nuts. So, I mean, he's shooting 76% from the field, 88% from the free throw line that game, with 21 rebounds and 40 points. And they lost badly. Badly. Uh, and think about this, so... I'm not mad about him getting player of the week at all because I think his numbers were absolutely insane. Like I said, he was in the top of the nation for what he did, so how could he not be the player of the week? Yeah. But with that being said, shout out to Ice on Johnny, too, for bringing his team back and doing what he did. But Sticks definitely deserves it, though. And he also had five blocks. So he wasn't just playing offense. <laughs> so and he had five blocks. He had about three of them on Danny. Yeah, so he's <laughs> offense man, defensive player of the week. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. We're going to briefly touch on our final power rankings for the year, or for the season, rather. Um, Trifecta 7, <laughs> you know why. <laughs> Fertone 6, you know why. <laughs> Free, I got them at 5. I thought they played well, although they backed their way into the playoffs. I feel like they did, but uh, the last three games especially, I was impressed with Free. Uh, Lake Houston got back to 500. They've looked impressive. Uh, in those couple of victories that they have. They're on a two-game winning streak. Pure Water, I got them at three. Um, again, this is a week-to-week. We're not talking standings. Oh, well, this is week-to-week. Yeah. Is week. They've dropped two of the last three. They haven't looked that impressive to me. Uh, we run it. I got them at two. They've, they're on a two-game winning streak. They've looked good as well. And the way they've closed those games out uh, when it was yeah, nip and tuck yeah, like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. really, really impressive. And then, of course, Bomb Squad, number one. 8-0, unbeaten, never lost, to quote uh, yeah, LeBar. Never lost. I, I'm going to agree with you pretty much. I'm just saying that I'm really impressed with we run it because I think three weeks ago they were seventh, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, because they looked, they looked off. They got beat by 30. By yeah. Lake Houston. <laughs> I think they might have been seventh in the power ranking. They moved all the way up to two to end the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, and jump over uh, pure water. Uh Probably most disappointed, probably you guys. Right when I kind of started having faith in you guys, you guys kind of dwindled. Uh, yeah, there'd be reason to have faith in us yeah. after what we showed you <laughs> for the first three weeks. And then, uh, you know, and, you know, I'm, I'm kind of indifferent by free. I think they're right where they need to be. They're right in the middle. So um, I think the playoff matchups definitely will. Um, it's going to be very formidable playoffs, man. I'm just saying that much, man. It's going to be very competitive. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen down the stretch. So, we'll see. All right. Um, now the predictions. For the 8 o'clock game, we run it versus Fortone. I got the spread set at two and a half. Uh, for uh, We run it. The We saw how the last one ended. Um, we run it has... Uh, they've looked impressive, man. I, I think they're, they're a little bit more battle-tested this season. Um... I got the over under one fifty seven, uh, judging by you know their their season totals. So I got I, in my prediction, I got we run it uh, winning ninety two eighty four. That's a very good choice, man. Uh, <clears throat> and I think they're at the team that's kind of on the high streak right now too. They're playing the best. They're playing as well as anybody probably besides Bomb Squad. Mm-hmm. So uh, good choice. I might kick myself for saying this, but I'm gonna pick. Uh, for Tom, 
because of the veteran leadership. Then you got Dante, you got Sticks, Big Joe, even DJ. I, I think Big Joe might be out. Oh, yeah? I think he might be out. Oh. Oh, is he hurt? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, that is... <laughs> I'm going to stick with my, I'm going to stick with my pick, though. Oh, man. That makes me want to change it a little bit. I know. It's like, that's two trees, man. They ain't got no trees over there. Yeah, but I, I'm going to go ahead and, and stick, stick with my pick for now. Uh, but... Um, I'm just taking the, the veteran leadership uh, over the the youth this time. I may be making a big mistake, but uh, I'm just taking the veteran leadership over the youth in this game. <laughs> <laughs> if you can see what Kevin was doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're laughing. Okay, uh, <laughs> 9 o'clock game. Uh, Lake Houston Live versus Free. I got the spread. I mean, the last time it was a three-point game. Yeah. And we know Free has gotten much, much better. I got the line. Uh, the spoil, I got the spread set at five points. Uh, favorite for, for Lake Houston Live. Over under at 160. I believe we'll, we'll be around there. Um, but I got Lake Houston Live winning fairly handily. I think it'll be close until about the last four minutes and Lake Houston pulls away 88 to 77. This playoffs, so games will be. I don't expect games to be blowouts in the playoffs. Uh, Free showed me that they could play extremely hard, do enough defensively, and score enough to stay in games. With that being said, I still going to pick uh, Lakers alive here. Uh, well, some score to yours, eighty-five, seventy-seven. All right. Um. Let's talk about. Let's talk about playoff matchups. Now, uh, we run it versus Fortone. Which uh, matchup are you most intrigued by? This is going to be interesting, but we saw what happened last time they played. Mm-hmm. Do they have a game plan for Johnny going downhill? Mm. Do you want to put Dante on, the bigger, stronger physical defender? But you risk wearing him down offensively. When offensively, you yeah. You know, uh, do you want to put DJ back on him? Can DJ stay in front of him? Uh, they want to put Nutter on him, who will give him all the work he could possibly give him, you know. Uh, R.C. Robson. Like, oh, they, they have enough bodies, but which one? R.C. was getting cooked by him. <laughs> that's not going to work. That's not going to work. I'll tell you right now, that's not going to work. I ain't seeing you guys, buddy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, so what, what direction... Yeah, they don't have a matchup for him. Like, do you want to go? They don't. And like you said, if you if you put Dante on him, you might wear him down on offense. Yeah. Dante's probably the best chance to slow him down because Dante's smart. Uh, he's witty. Um, he has a high basketball IQ. He knows how to play you. It might have to be by committee. Yeah. Just might have to Spread it out. Committee. Give him different looks. And look, at the end of the day, Fortone's going to have to keep scoring because rerun it's probably going to keep scoring. Yeah. So Fortone has to keep scoring or be able to keep up. Mm-hmm. And if the game gets close down the stretch, if it's a close game down the stretch, I'm gonna give Fortone the advantage. Okay. You know, but if Rerunner has a nine to ten point lead on them, they're not gonna be able to catch him. Okay, my matchup I'm intrigued by is Sticks versus Juwan. I'm assuming Juwan's gonna be the one guarding him. Yeah. Because I don't think they have uh, another matchup for his length. So I mean, which I mean, 
you're gonna you gonna put Darius on him. You're gonna put uh, Cody on him. That's not gonna work. Jawan <laughs> has the most length out of that out of that bunch. So I'm gonna assume they're gonna stick him on him. Yeah. And I don't know if he's physical enough to want to bang with stick with sticks because the for the whole game because Jawan is more finesse. Yeah. Yeah. I put it like this: if they're gonna go that matchup, Jawan has to be able to score another end against him. Yeah. That's gonna be huge. I think he can because yeah. I think I think like you said. He has a plethora of moves, uh, especially when he starts, when he operates from the perimeter. Yeah. When he operates from the perimeter, you have to honor his shot, uh, and he's quick enough to get by you. Right. Uh, you know, now, Sticks is not slow, but I don't think he's quick enough to stay right. with Juwan. So they might cancel each other out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, it can't go one way or the other. Uh, that, might be the matchup. that might be the matchup of the game because who probably ever wins that matchup probably wins the game. Yeah. Plain and simple. Uh, and maybe they'll cancel each other out. You know, and then that, that I probably leave it up to Johnny and Dante then. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's probably gonna be the matchup that probably if Juwan's getting better at sticks, we run it probably wins. Sticks getting better at Juwan, you know, force home wins. So Okay. Lake Houston versus free. Uh what matchup do you like the most out of that one? It's gonna be interesting. Um, Eddie versus Eddie? Yeah. Probably gonna be Eddie versus Eddie. And here's the thing. Eddie versus Eddie. With the Eddie versus Eddie matchup, I believe that Eddie will, whichever Eddie wins that matchup, obviously wins that game. But it's going to be the also that it's going to be the Shelby factor. They need to have somebody who can at least prevent Shelby from destroying them. If you can keep him to an average game around 15, 16 points, six, seven rebounds, four or five assists, Mm-hmm. Okay, that that'll be enough. But if Shelby destroys him like he did the last couple times, I mean they they literally have no shot. Yeah, have no shot at all. So uh, I I think that's gonna be the matchup. But the, like you said, the Eddie versus Eddie matchup is key. Yeah, it's oh, tough for free. Man. For me, uh, I'm intrigued by the Mike versus grown man Avery uh, oh. matchup. I believe uh, Mike is the only one that can really match up with him. Now I don't know if Mike's gonna choose to go with grown man Avery or Danny. But they really don't have – oh, Isaiah. Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah will get Danny. Okay, so, yeah, so Mike and Avery, I want to see that. <laughs> I want to see uh, if Mike is quick enough to slow him down because Mike is strong, Avery's strong, so we're going to see it's going to be a battle of muscle. It's going to be a lot of fouls. It's going to be a lot of fouls <laughs> on both ends. <laughs> on both ends. It's going to be a lot of fouls. Because, I, cause, you know, Mike likes to go for his own rebound. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be – So I, I can see, see a lot of fouls and then them laughing at each other after they foul each other. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I see after. <laughs> so we'll see. Okay, um, all right, we got a special guest coming in next. Let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our In the News segment. We got three good ones. Uh, let's talk about uh, Corona Mania, and we're not talking about the alcoholic beverage. Yeah. <laughs> um, Coronavirus has has really really hit the world. Uh, it's taking the world by storm. Uh, it's tough. I just seen a um a thing on Facebook on the news feed saying that uh, confirmed two hundred dead from yeah, from yeah. Italy. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so unreal in like twenty four hours. In twenty four hours. So apparently it's deadlier than the flu, but it's it's not as easy to catch as the flu. Right, and I think uh, what the issue really is is why they're shutting everything down. Like today, a few hours ago, they shut down the rodeo and different things like that, which I think they probably should shut down 
considering they have all those animals there. Yeah. Um, the issue is that you don't have a vaccine for it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, we got a flu vaccine, we got mm-hmm. a vaccine for this, we got, you know, we don't quite have a vaccine for it that seems to be working that eliminates it. Mm-hmm. So, this is the issue that we're dealing with. And, I mean, looking at it now, I feel bad on my end because I probably wasn't taking it as serious as I probably need to take it. I haven't been either, I'm not gonna lie. So, but now I'm seeing all these closures and and uh, these events being canceled and everything else, like with the, uh, you know, with the basketball sporting events, March Madness. Uh, Got an NBA game. NBA games, uh, conference tournament games, some MLB now. I'm pretty sure the NHL soon to be will be canceling some stuff. So it's a lot, man, uh, and it's it's kind of getting scary now. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I said the same thing, and I noticed that you know, especially with the people I follow on Facebook, it's been a lot of jokes. You know, they love to make light of situations. You know, I don't know if it's to mask, uh, you know, that they're worried. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the. But I feel like if someone close to them were to catch the coronavirus. I think they would take it a little bit more seriously. Right, right. And especially if they were, you know, if it was a fatality behind it. People just saying, oh, yeah, all you got to do is wash your hands, wash your hands, wash your hands. Yeah, you can say that about many things. That's that's how you keep germs away. That's true. But I'm willing to go out on a limb, and this is not scientifically proven. I'm willing to say about, I'd probably say about 35% of the world washes their hands consistently. Yeah. 35%. Because mm-hmm. you got your germaphobes out there. Uh, they're in that bunch. But you got people that's just generally nasty and they just not washing their hands. I guess they think like, hey, it's me. Yeah. You know, I'm 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 clean. Well okay. Okay, I hear you, but no, you're not. And then you're you're spreading germs to other people and now it's become this whole uh this whole epidemic and it's 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 getting scary, like you said. Yeah. And uh like I said, the sad point is I'm listening or listening um to well they don't want you to be in Anywhere where it's going to be big crowds. So, obviously, you know, in a basketball game, there's 20 to 30,000 people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they say they don't want the athletes to get sick. They say they want athletes to get sick. That's enough to shut down the whole season. That's it. That's, that's done. That's, that, that's what they're uh, alluding to. So, if one athlete gets sick, they shut down. They stop the whole season. I'm like, wow. So, that's how serious it's getting. So, I, I just want to pray for everybody's health. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they're trying to quarantine us and keep Pretty us much. In, in, inside. I'm not sure the situation with schools. Like I said, I work at a school that has 3,600 kids. I could see on Sunday night us getting an email or text saying that we're not going to have school Monday. I mean, yeah. Uh, it may not happen. I'm preparing for it. Yeah, I, I could definitely possibly see that, though. It's just uh, it's a situation, like I said, it's getting scary, and hopefully we can get it resolved sooner rather than later. Are we still going to get paid, though? Yeah. Okay. We'll get paid, which means we probably have to make up the days at some point. Yeah, so we're going to be having school in July? Well, I mean, I mean, if, if we miss weeks, <laughs> you know, and now we miss, you know, about three, four days, you know, they might find a waiver, then we're going to have to make that up. Yeah. It's a waiver out there somewhere. We're going to have to make that up. Yeah. Yeah, but we miss a whole month of uh, March. <laughs> <laughs> we might be, might be headed that direction. Yeah, we might be headed that direction. So we'll, we'll see, man. Yeah. Let's see what TEA has to say about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's talk. 
we, we, we touched on, uh, you know, sporting events. Let's, let's talk NBA. Now, the Lakers and the Clippers played uh, last week, recently. Um, I wasn't really impressed with the game. I thought it was an okay game. It didn't, seem, it didn't live up to what I thought it would, uh, especially the fourth quarter. Well, is it because the Lakers won? No, I'm, I'm talking about – No, I'm just saying, like, it wasn't close. It wasn't and, nip and tuck. And LeBron played well. <laughs> LeBron actually didn't play that well. He played okay. But he had 37? No, he didn't have 37. He had 29, 28. Oh, 29. Wait, 29. He had almost triple-double. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He didn't – he wasn't dominant. He had 37 against Giannis. Yeah. On Friday. Yeah, no, he cooked him. Yeah. He definitely cooked him. Now, two favorite guys there, LeBron and Giannis. Yeah, of course. Uh, <laughs> and now you got um, – and then Kawhi had 28. So they canceled each other out, basically. And it was just funny, man, just listening to all the sports uh, personalities, Shannon Sharp. Uh, being on uh, being on this high horse, Shannon, yeah. saying that you know he you know, he took Kawhi. Yeah, I got Kawhi. Okay, Kawhi had twenty eight. You act like he had twelve points. He he y'all canceled each other out. Y'all didn't really. There was no Herculean effort there. I didn't. I, I'm not seeing what he's seeing, but whatever. Um, but again, I this is my theory on this. Shout, first of all, I'm not taking anything away from the Lakers. Shout out to the Lakers. They did win the game. They needed to win the game, but. If there's any such thing as a good loss for the Clippers, I think this is it. Because if the Clippers were to go 3-0 and against them, then no one would care about the last game because most likely – I mean, it's going to be April 9th, so most likely the guys are going to be resting. Um, if you go 3-0 and on a team, then go into the playoffs, and the Lakers were to win the first game, then psychologically you're like, uh-oh, what happened? Yeah. You know, And then you can go down 0-2. You go down 0-2. Then you're done. Right, right. It's over. Now, they're not meeting in the first round, no. but still, they're going to remember these games. So if the Lakers, since the Lakers won, now they're thinking, okay, we can beat this team. We can beat this team. We know we have to do to beat this team. Okay, true enough, but teams make adjustments. So I want the Lakers to have this confidence. I want them to come in <laughs> thinking, like, okay, yeah, we got these guys. We got these guys. And then that's when the Clippers are going to pounce on them, and they're going to destroy them. I'm, I can't wait for it because I know – how this is gonna go? This Man. is your this is your ultimate LeBron front running moment, where he thinks, okay, I've arrived. Well, they have a they have a makeup game against the Clippers too. The Kobe game, where they didn't play because of Kobe's death. That's in April, right? Yeah. yeah. So they had that makeup game. They were, they're not gonna play. Uh, LeBron's gonna have a quote unquote groin injury. Kawhi <laughs> will be low managing. Paul George will low manage, and AD will probably play like twenty minutes. Yeah. So you're right. You might not be. Yeah. So who cares about that outcome? But I will say this. Uh, as far as him being a front runner, if you know that he's a front runner, that's why it's important for you on the Lakers' end to get that one seed. So they need to go ahead and lock that one seed up. The Lakers should? Yes. For what? If you're saying he's a front runner, like you say he is, he needs to definitely have that one seed. Well, what difference does it make? They're playing in Staples. But but that's that's really a home court advantage for him. Regardless. Yeah, regardless. It doesn't matter who gets the one seed. And the Clippers are the number two seed right I mean, now. Before, but I'm talking about just to get there, though. Even before they get oh, to the, oh, okay, okay. I yeah. see what you're saying. Yeah. So, who is who's, who's the AFC? Is, it, is Memphis going to get it? Yeah, that's what they need to go ahead and play Memphis or New Orleans in the first round. Yeah. Then you go ahead and play them in the first round, and then the second round, they'll probably end up getting Utah. You, well, it might be the Rockets, hell. They probably want to play the Rockets. Yeah, that could be a... That would be a matchup problem. That would be a matchup problem. Now, with that being said, I would think they could make enough adjustments over seven games to, to beat, the, beat Rockets. the Rockets. Yeah. I would think... 
But you never know. But, you know, I can see, you know, with all the, they have two guys that can put 40 on you. Mm-hmm. The Lakers, you know, they sh- they've shown that struggle a little bit and get guys who can score a little bit. Yeah. Avery Bradley is not going to have another game like that. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, the third score will, be, will come by committee. Yeah. And so, yeah, so you want to be able to get that game where I'd rather them play in Utah or Denver or something like that in that second round, the way they have that complete home field advantage against the Clippers in that third. Mm-hmm. Now, with all that being said, I actually, the world, the basketball world, has a, a funny way of things happening. So you go out and beat probably the best two teams in the league. You go out there and handle Milwaukee on Friday. Mm-hmm. Pretty much handle the Clippers on Sunday. Yep. Then absolutely stink it up last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> against the Nets. Against the Nets. And smoked the game winner. Yeah. Well, a game tying layup. Yeah. And I was just like. Oh, AD smoked the game winner. Yeah. LeBron passed it to him. Of course. That's what he does. And, and so, I, I just think that, you know, that's that consistency that, I mean, the Rockets did kind of the same thing. They went on the 68 winning streak. They, you know, they beat Boston, mm-hmm. L.A., and all those good teams. Yeah. And then the last four games, they've lost to Orlando, Charlotte. Yep. That's how it goes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and uh, you know, I'm like, you know, it's just, you, you I put it like this. Hopefully, the Lakers don't do what the Rockets just did. Because that's what happens. You have these highs. Where you get on this ultimate high, and your focus is just a little bit different, and then you get on these lows, and you can't quite you get in a funk because you mentally are not where you need to be. And I think that's probably what happened to the Rockets, and now they're trying to mentally get back to where they need to be. And hopefully the Lakers don't do that looking at this terrible loss they had last night. We'll see, though. Um. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a little concerned. Um with the with the, no, I'm not concerned. Excuse me. We're talking about the Lakers, right? Yeah. Sorry, my train of thought got thrown off. Yeah. Uh, you know why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, the Lakers. Listen, this this is what I mean. LeBron is the ultimate front runner. You okay? Now you have arrived. Now let's talk. Crowning, putting the crown on his head. They're talking about him, and the, and they talk about him anyway on yeah. every sports outlet, but. Uh, they're talking about him about how he should be MVP, MVP this, MVP that. Oh, he's he's becoming a closer. No, LeBron is the best closer in the NBA. When their team is up by ten, <laughs> when their team is up by seven, when the game is out of reach, if it is a one possession game, LeBron is a different player. The only way he he has any kind of confidence is if they're up. If they're up one, he can be a closer. If they're up two, if they're up three, he can be a closer. Let the game – no, I'm, excuse me. If the game is tied, of course, he's the best. He's the best because there's no, there's no uh, repercussions if he misses. But let them be down. I've said this time and time again. Let them be down. Unless he's having an unbelievable game where he's hitting everything, he's not going to have the confidence to take that shot. He just never is. One for five from the free throw line. He's struggling in this game against the Nets. He, he just smoked a wide-open layup. And then now, oh, we're down one with, with four seconds left. Yard, it's predictable. This is what he does. He draws the defense in. He passes it. He's not going to take that shot. He's just not going to do it. Uh, I'm going to say this. Uh, before we move on to our next uh, quote-unquote uh, thing. You're right. He's going to make the quote-unquote correct basketball play. 
at the end of the day, can't knock a guy who's a six eight mismatch every time he's on the floor. So when he does, you just have to continue to have confidence in him to win you the game. It just is what it is. He's not Jordan. And maybe we just need to stop those. He's so great that we kind of, you know, we we compare him to that level of greatness. And he, he has have that, that, that ability to be that level of great. But in personality, in thinking, in mind, he's just not that kind of guy. So we can't expect him to be like that. But I do want to ask you one thing, though. Getting off this topic, how do you feel about this? Speaking of two different generations, how do you feel about this? Draymond versus Charles Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Who's winning right now? In my opinion, I think uh, I'm on Team Barkley. Yeah, I'm on Team Barkley because Draymond Green, as great of a piece as he was uh, with the Warriors, and I, I'm saying was meaning what he's done up to this point because now they're they're garbage. Um, triple single, triple single, and I think that's what's gotten him. That's what's setting him off because Charles Barkley keeps <laughs> referencing that. He keeps referencing that he's he's averaging triple single. <laughs> and you know what's funny? I had uh this season, I was averaging a triple single, and I made sure I didn't finish the season averaging a triple single just because, <laughs> just because I thought about Charles Barkley. I was like, nah, I can't average a triple single, <laughs> but um. But yeah, man. I, I mean, Barkley. Hey, listen. Anybody can be a Hall of Famer now. I mean, they're gonna they're gonna be calling up guys Not from. But go ahead. No, <laughs> I'm saying like anybody that had a decent career is is gonna be a Hall of Famer. First, oh, let me ask you this: Is T Mac a Hall of Famer? In your opinion, should he have been? At his peak, yes. No, that's not what I asked you. <laughs> he, he got in. He got in. Was he a Hall of Famer in your opinion? Does he have a Hall of Fame resume? Not first ballot, but I do think he's a Hall of Famer. He's was he not, first ballot? Yeah, I think he ended up getting first ballot. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. No, he's not a Hall of Fame. So if T Mac gets in, Draymond is getting in. No. Well, Draymond's never been a better player than T Mac, though. But he's going to get in. But I, I would say that. He's a what, three time defensive player of the year or two time? One, I think. He only got one. But he's been like second like three times, so. He got three something. But he's been like a. First team all defense like three times, maybe. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but should have been should have been finals if MVP. In, if he gets in, he needs to get in, kind of like how Dennis Rodman got in. Mm-hmm. Like Dennis Rodman, it took him uh, four, five, six years. You know? Then, then that's ridiculous that Dennis Rodman wasn't first ballot. Yeah, you know, right? Because he was a scorer when he first yeah when he played Detroit. Yeah, yeah. So well, that, and that's that's been my whole thing with, with Draymond. It ain't even that you gotta be the best player. Uh, I had an argument with somebody earlier because they were talking about Draymond. Talk right because they say Bart can't sit at the table because he's dead one championship. I'm like, and I'm gonna ask you this in a second too, uh, but I'm, let me finish my first point. Mm-hmm. I, I will say this: Barkley, I think is, well, I, I think Barkley's winning because Barkley thinks it's funny. I think Draymond is taking it kind of serious. <laughs> like he's like mad for it. Talking about he gonna take his job. Yeah, like he talking about he ain't got he ain't made enough money. That's why he got had that job. <laughs> yeah, that's like, messed up. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Like Trayvon, like really hitting below the belt. Like he's like mad for real. He is though. <laughs> like, he said, "You already didn't make enough money." <laughs> like, come on, man, it's a different time, man. <laughs> and then so I was like, so Charles getting back even then. He's like, you know, he probably can't take my job. He has a face for radio. <laughs> he laughs and he thinks it's funny, but then like, he thinks it's funny because he knows Draymond can't mess with him for real. No, he can't. No, he just he, he knew like. And this is my next question. 
Charles Barkley's a Hall of Famer. Uh, Charles Barkley's a Hall of Famer. One of the 50 greatest of all time. One of the top two or three at his position all time. Would you rather be Charles Barkley or would you rather be a Draymond Green or a Robert Lord type player? Uh, have all those championship rings and have all those medals for team accomplishments, but don't necessarily have the same accomplishments as an individual. No, I'm, I'm Robert Ory all day. Seven rings? I want seven rings. I'm a winner. Charles Barkley just wasn't a winner at the end of the day. He didn't care enough to, like you say, take care of his body, uh, be in the ultimate shape, and, and will his team to a championship. I thought he was just fine with the glory uh, being a star and uh, putting up numbers, and he just so happened to get to a, a championship against the Bulls. But he's still a hell of a player. And see, I, I'm the opposite. I think if I would could go down as the greatest ever, if I had the opportunity to be considered in that top whatever all time, because I look at it like this, legacy-wise too, good or bad, people will forever remember Charles Barkley. They'll remember Robert Ory too. They will, but they won't remember, like, remember Charles Barkley. <laughs> and not to mention, like, to this day, Charles Barkley can still get endorsements and everything for being great. Robert Ory got a rehabilitation center. Yeah. <laughs> physical therapy. Ory. Physical therapy. That's kind of how Draymond Green's probably going to end up being. Like, and when he's done, like, you know, he'll be a guy that may be able to get a job somewhere, you know, in, in entertainment. But if he does get a job in entertainment, he'll just fade to black. And and Charles Barkley say he's got a face for radio. I don't even know if that's true because he had a podcast. <laughs> podcast was trash. It was trash. <laughs> you heard Drake. Drake was like, "It's a tough listen. <laughs> it's a tough listen." <laughs> Everybody was laughing because he know he know that podcast was trash. Uh, so, so yeah, mm. so, yeah I, I would say if I could bet, like, no, him, Carl Malone, who are some other greats that didn't win championships, Elgin Baylor, people like that. If I could be considered one of the all-time greatest... Patrick Ewing. Yeah, if I could consider being like in that, that pantheon of all-time greatest, even though I didn't win the championship, I still think I'd rather be that guy than be a guy who's a good player on a great team. Okay, now, we want to touch on two more points before we go. Yeah. We'll make them both uh, brief. Yeah, yeah, sorry, guys. Now, um, well, actually, now it's only been 19 minutes. You know, we normally go in the 30s, yeah. deep 30s. Um... <laughs> Let's talk about the buzz. Uh, I don't think people know when we, when we reference Mr. PPR what we're talking about. <laughs> I want to I wanna make sure everybody understands what we mean by this. Now, initially, Mr. PPR meant, you know, um, you're a PPR stat stuffer. You, you're that guy. Like, you're always at the top. Yeah. But <laughs> when we say Mr. PPR, <laughs> we mean you're at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> now we've had some guys, yeah, some some being Mr. sarcastic, being yeah. sarcastic, some Mr. PPRs. Uh, shout out to Cliff. <laughs> Cliff. Cliff owned that title for a while, and Cliff used to put up decent numbers, but it just wasn't efficient. No, it wasn't. So when you're not efficient, it's your PPR killer. <laughs> he didn't have a lot of turnovers either. He never really turned the ball over. <laughs> But he, he used to chuck them. Yeah, yeah. He had like 13 points on like 4 for 21 shoot. <laughs> <laughs> One from 11 from 3. <laughs> and we'll, and we, it wouldn't even seem like that. No, we'll check after the game like, damn. <laughs> he shot terrible. But um, so we're going to acknowledge this person <laughs> every season 
after week eight or or week seven if we have to speed it up. So, um, I want to make sure this is official. We got all the stats in, right? Yeah. Everything's in. Okay, so our Mr. PPR Award for winter 2020 goes to X. <laughs> Xavier Batiste. Oh, damn, X. With a negative two. <laughs> I'm surprised. I thought David Moore would have got him. But... I, I, you know what? After that game, I really did too. <laughs> I thought David Moore would have got him. And he only played three games. He still almost got it. He almost caught him. That that performance he had alone was worthy of being Mr. PPR. So, X, you win it by default. But if I had to nominate someone, I would say Devin gets it by far. Oh, God. So, Mr. PPR, congratulations, Mr. X. Shout out to X. I will say this, X. Uh, it was a few seasons back, you know, I think summer 2018, where you were like in the top five, top six yeah. of PPR. You were one of the more efficient players here. You know, so game comes and goes. You know what I'm saying? Goes. So, <laughs> I would say this. It might be a little rough on you right now, but look, you got the playoffs to make up for it. And you know what? X is shooting 44% from the free throw line. And he's a career like 80% yeah, shooter. So he, he's had a tough season. Yeah, he's a tough season shooting the ball. Let me make sure I had this right. Let me click on this. Oh, he's 71 now. Okay. But before this season, he was probably in the 80s. Because yeah. he's only shot 104 free throws in his career. So that's tough. All right. Now, before we go, um, I was on – was I on the ESPN app? No. I was on Snapchat. I was on Snapchat. And I was looking at uh, the Sports Center page I follow. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to pull this up. I got to pull this up, Sean. Now, Sean, do you remember the last podcast that we had? Uh, yes, I do. Was, you do? talking about snacks. Do you know that he played again? No, he didn't. Man. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. No, he didn't, man. And I wish, I wish, I wish I still had this thing pulled up where we could record it. He played again. No, he didn't, man. So. Is that what you texted me earlier? No, no, I didn't. Oh, okay. I just, I, was I just, I just saw it just now. Now, the last game, was it against Alcorn? Oh, they won? He plays for Jackson State, right? Yeah. Yeah, they won by 17. That's why that's why he did it. He played again. <laughs> he played again. Now, I saw the I saw the footage. So we're pulling up the page right now. I just want I hope I hope I hope they don't have it on here. Cause if they don't have it on here, I'm gonna pull it up on YouTube. Oh, now let me God. see. Let me see what he finished with first. Okay, so we got the box score. What's his name again? Uh, what's next? Lee. Name? I uh Something Lee. Thomas Lee. He shot one shot. Goose eggs across the board after that. <laughs> was it a three? No, it wasn't a three. Oh, yeah. I think he I think he stepped on the line. <laughs> but I think he tried to attempt a three. And he didn't get back on defense. He did not get back on defense. I, I think they might have checked him out after that. Uh, he, 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 he pissed me off. Now get back on defense. <laughs> he got all four shots, didn't run down one time, man. <laughs> Who did they play? They played Alcor. Oh god! They just played Alcor, right? Yeah, they just played Alcor. The one point it was like Arkansas Pine Bluff, but he didn't when he scored. Hold on, that's how I put. Okay, hold on. What's the name? Something. What's Thomas Snacksley. Thomas Lee. All right, let me type this in because I want you to see this for yourself. Ah, they ain't got it on here. Oh man, they ain't got it on here. Well, anyway, I encourage. Uh... Oh, that's Arkansas Pine Bluff. Okay, yeah, that's football. Okay, so I encourage anyone to go on to go on Snapchat 
<laughs> go to the sports center page. They got it on their. They got it on their. And Sean's gonna watch it. Are you? Are you? Are you on Snapchat? Yes. <laughs> go to the sports center page. though. No, you gotta see this. <laughs> you gotta see this. So anyway, he took a. Just put it like this. He attempted a shot, and it was way off. That's all I'm gonna say. My question for you is, Sean, <laughs> why is he still playing? Why are they still putting him in the game? They, they, they about to make him mad. They disrespectful, man. They, they are about to make him mad. Now I dare y'all to put him in against PV or TSU. <laughs> I dare you to do that. I can't, man. Because see, they're only doing this because they're blowing teams out, and they're just gonna put him in. It's bad. Uh, oh, oh yeah, it's coming up. It's coming up. Can we get the can we get the sound too? Not that, not that one. Keep going. Oh, that's the NBA highlights. That's not the NBA highlights, y'all. Yeah, go to uh go to Sports Center. Sports Center. Hey, we're doing this live, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. You got You have to, but you have to see it. It's that bad. Let's see snacks. Is he on here anywhere? No, just go to today's episode. Is it? How you get to it? Just click on that first. Oh, the first one. Yeah. <laughs> and keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Now, turn, make sure you turn it up so everybody can hear it. Because cause you're going to laugh. I'm sure you're looking for It's coming up. <laughs> I can't, man. We're really going to live, though. Yes. I am a master. What's up with all these ads? <laughs> Anything with hair. Filling out the census would take less time to. Alright, so episode 135 in the books. Playoffs coming up. Uh, so again, y'all check that out. Look for snacks on uh, on Sports <laughs> Center on, on Snapchat. It's terrible. Alright, I'm Johnny Gill, live from Champions with Sean. We're out.